Hello, book besties. Welcome to episode 18 of the Books and Lockers podcast. I'm Shy. I'm Em. Grab a drink, get cozy, let's talk books. Hello, good morning. Morning to you. How are we today? I'm good. How are you? Splendid. It's a beautiful day out. It's nice blue skies. I actually, I've, I've realized that I think I have that seasonal depression thing that people talk about because in recent days when the, like the sky has been a little bit blue, the sun's been out, I've been feeling a lot better anxiety mark wise. So it's definitely a yeah. thing. Sad. I, I've suffered with it before. Seasonal affective disorder. And I, I didn't realize it was a thing until I sort of spoke to a doctor about it years ago and they said it absolutely is and I don't know if it's something to do with the shift in atmosphere or just the the dark the dark mornings and evenings um the shorter days but yeah it's, it's definitely a thing and I've noticed that I'm wake I'm waking up naturally as well rather than with my alarm because it's lighter in the mornings now earlier I'm finding that I'm waking up naturally which uh, that makes such a massive difference to my day mm. um but yeah, completely, yeah, agree 100%. It's it's definitely a thing. Yeah, I used to think, actually, because I love Christmas. We've spoken about it on the pod before. I absolutely love it. But around December, I always get a little bit anxious. And I always thought, oh, I don't know what this is. And I think the Christmas time sparkly lights, it sort of holds me up a little bit and I'm, I can sort of manage. And then once we get into like January and there's seemingly nothing except darkness and rain, it's, I'm like, oh my God. Well, the thing is, I mean, I, I think January, I, I don't know if technically it is, but it seems like the most sort of depressive month of the year. And I think you're mm. right, that whole, the Christmas, New Year feelings, they're all gone. You've usually been paid early in December. So you then have kind of a long period until you get paid at the end of January it's the shortest days of the year so you know you've got dark mornings dark nights and yeah I I think January just all around it's a bit shit (laughs) for lack of better words yeah yeah but anyway we're now in February we're good the sun's out we are yeah we're feeling good yeah sorry to start that off a negative actually no it's not people should talk about their mental health it's important bookish updates do you have any I do. I have a couple, actually. So first of all, we spoke a couple of weeks ago about the fact that I had recently read a book, a hockey romance by Alice J. Clark called The Import Slot, and I had applied for her, the arc for her second book, The Tape Job, which is being released next month. And I found out that I got the arc. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm really excited. So that is coming... I think around the middle of March, which yeah, I'm actually really excited about because I loved the first book and I'm excited to to read the second one. I am beyond thrilled for you. It's your first yeah. arc. It's amazing. I mean, I'm so excited. You've been added to like a Facebook group and it's a whole thing. Oh, exciting yeah. times. It's exciting. I'm, I'm really excited about it. And I suppose my only other bookish update was that last week I managed to buy 14 books. <laughs> no, I didn't. I bought 13 books. You need to be yeah. locked up. I know. Well, we spoke last week on the pod about the the news that we had seen Aldi had the 299 book talk books in store. So that afternoon I did go and have a little hunt and I managed to get five in Aldi, but it did also go to the works and Tesco. So I did buy other books. Um, they're all on our TikTok on a book haul video, which is pinned to the top of our profile. So go check it out. It's at Books and Mockers Pod. Go and have a look on TikTok for my book haul. And my 13th book was Magnolia Parks, which arrived. So yeah, that that was my my major 
book buying extravaganza last week 13 books like my goodness you need to be locked up and not allowed out of the house I know my TBR is um is getting a little out of control now (laughs) I'm gonna need to yeah a bit more because my TBR is just soaring and soaring and soaring but that's fine it's fine yeah I am I also done a little bit of book shopping so my Adam kindly treated me for Valentine's Day to some books he said do you want books or flowers and I was like why would you even ask that question as if I'm going to choose flowers come on is is that a question let's (laughs) let's I mean let's, (laughs) let's get down to Waterstone sir come on so yeah, I do you know what? Following on from our discussion last episode, I actually picked up the Playing for Keeps books, um, which are absolutely stunning. I'm sure that I'll have more of an appreciation once I actually read the books, but I picked up those. And I also picked up a, Lauren Ash's Redesigned. I think it's the start of her new series. So Yeah, she has the second one coming out later this year, Love Unwritten. Mm. Those, those covers are very interesting. I love them. They are. Do you know what I like is that they're very detailed, but they're the one color. Mm. Interesting. So the first one's, I mean, it's different shades, but the first one's purple. Um, The second one, Love Unwritten, I've seen the cover for that and it's pink, which obviously suits me perfectly. But yeah, I love the fact that they're very detailed, but the, the one sort of overriding color, it's interesting, definitely. Yeah. So that was all very exciting. I am... Um... I want to touch on just something really quickly. It's not important, but I do want to find out if we have any listeners who work in Waterstones, why on earth are your stores like saunas? Mm. Why are they so hot? Are you trying to make us feel uncomfortable so we leave quicker? (laughs) No, genuinely, I was in there and I left and I didn't even realise how hot I was. I have naturally wavy curly hair and like the whole under part of my hair was like a completely different situation to the top I literally my makeup was like sweated off me and Adam got into Starbucks and he was like are you okay and I was like yeah he's like your forehead is so shiny <laughs> those shops are ridiculous I mean when we were in Nottingham in December we said that I mean Nottingham Waterstones is massive I think it's is it five floors five or six floors six I remember six was it six yeah yeah um and I do remember by the time we got to the third floor I it was so hot I thought I could not continue around the store I mean we did but yeah they they are ridiculously hot yeah we continued on in search of Sarah J Mass who for some reason was put right at the top it was like a how badly do you want to read her see how far you can get like it was like a challenge um (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I did just want to I I want I genuinely I want to know yeah it's the thought process here Please, I mean, yeah, any listeners that we have working in Waterstones or even know somebody that works in Waterstones, please ask them and send us a DM because we need to know. We do. I don't think we have any updates from any authors this week. Not that I can think of. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. We're not actually going to talk about Magnolia Parks. It's going to be the elephant in the room for this episode and I will touch on it. Me and Em can't talk about Magnolia Parks because we are both far too passionate about Magnolia Parks and it will go (laughs) on. We've had a few FaceTimes that have gone on for over an hour and they get quite heated. So we have decided to not to discuss. We've agreed to disagree. And I think I think that's absolutely fine. I think we both have our own thoughts and opinions, which we're absolutely both entitled to. But yeah, let's leave it for the FaceTimes off the pod. Yes, but I will say this. Do you want to maybe give your rating? We won't go into it. Do you just want to rate the book and we will leave it there? Yeah, 100% five star for me. Okay, I gave it a three. Okay, 
I think that tells our listeners everything we need to know. If if you've listened to any of our previous pods where we any previous episodes, sorry, that we've done reviews, you'll understand our ratings and that that should give you an idea of where we both are. Yeah. But if you haven't ever listened to any of the pods, a three star is still I would recommend it to others. So mm. I would recommend that you guys go and read it. Yeah. So our topic for this episode is going to be how books have ruined TV for us. And we're actually, I think we can also maybe touch on some of the conversations that we've had before about books being made into TV shows because I I think it ties in quite nicely and it was something that I I thought about actually over the Christmas period and I was speaking to a friend and she was like sort of we were talking about you know what we're watching on telly and I thought I don't actually really watch telly anymore since I've started reading and it's because I think I watch will ever live up to the, the the worlds that I can create in my mind through a book and it's just like completely taken all of the enjoyment out of tv for me i don't know if you feel the same yes but the i think the thing for me is when i'm reading a book i love the fact that i got lost in that book for hours days Mm. and when you're watching something even even for example if i watch a movie an hour and a half two hours it doesn't give me the same feeling of disconnection i like when i go into a book i disconnect from my life i completely absorb myself in the world that I'm reading about and I just I don't feel I get that same disconnect with television now and television used to be my escapism I I loved sitting watching movies or tv series or different things and now I just I don't get that same buzz I don't get that same as I say disconnect yeah it I think and you don't realise this until you start reading. The world that you you get from a TV show or a movie, they basically just skim the surface. But you don't mm. realise that when when you're only watching telly, you, you exclusively, like, you don't read at all. Whereas with a book, they dive so deep into the world. You connect more to the characters. You're connecting more to the plot. You're thinking more about what's going to be happening. Whereas I find, so I've spoken about it before with my anxiety, I have to be doing multiple things at once. So I find actually that when I'm watching telly, I can't just watch telly. I have to sit there and I have to colour because it's not, it's not captivating enough. It doesn't, it doesn't pull you in the same way that a book does. The, a book completely occupies your entire mind, whereas I feel like TV kind of just floats there. I know that I sound a little bit unhinged trying to explain this. <laughs> I want to touch on two points there. So the first one being that you're saying about it skimming the surface. And I completely agree. And the time that I really saw this take super effect, we're actually with two different things. Harry Potter, they missed so much of the books. But even, I mean, those Mm. movies are still so long, but they they missed, you know, some, for me, quite important parts of the books. Also, the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy. Now, with those... I watched the movies before I read the books and in reading the books the movies made so much more sense to me because in the books you're getting so much more of the story you're getting more of the characters you understand where they're coming from with things they say and the way they act and behave so for me that that's one thing the other thing is when you're saying that you're watching television and you still need to color it's not enough of a distraction you know whereas when you're reading 
your mind's occupied, your hands are occupied. And the thing is, for me, your mind is being so exercised because you're having to create the characters, what they look like, what they sound like. You know, you're you're imagining where they are, what their houses look like, where, you know, the bars they're in, the, you know, schools, shops. Your brain is constantly just whirring, building these worlds. And I think... Yeah, it's just you get lost completely. And for me, that world building has sort of taken the enjoyment away from television for me. 100%. Going back to Fifty Shades, me and Adam actually sat down because I loved the books. Um, I know that you've gone into Christian's POV as well. I haven't yet, but they are on my TBR. Um, but I absolutely love the books. And so when I sat down I, and I completely forgot how disconnected from the books the film actually is until Adam said to me oh my god is this just about sex and I thought no but actually Mm. watching this film kind of but I swear like that's not the premise in the book it's almost as if you can't fit enough into films and it goes back to the Harry Potter thing the amount of things that they cut out from the films and it's so like I love the films they're magical they're my childhood but it's difficult to watch them the same after reading the books because there are all these characters and stuff that they deserve to have a moment and obviously there just wasn't enough time even with like two hour plus films absolutely and I think with, with Harry Potter in particular a couple of the films I think should have been in two parts like the last one was because they they could have expanded so much more I think just picking up um on your point of the the 50 shades films the thing that really annoyed me was in the third book and i'm i'm not going to give any spoilers for anybody that you know hasn't been involved in that world and wants to be the third film and book in particular there's a huge part of it that if anyone's listening they'll know what i'm on about a huge part that's completely missed and actually it's such a shame because i feel in the book it really shows another side to Christian and Anna's characters and personality and their relationship. And you miss that completely in the book and in, in the film, sorry. And you're right, they do come across as just being about sex. And actually, they're not. These characters are really, really complex. Their relationship's complex. And that's not delved into enough, which is it's such a shame. Such a shame. Yeah. One million percent. And I think, so we've spoken about a couple of our favourite books being made into TV shows, those being Magnolia Parks and Fourth Wing. And for me personally, Akatar as well, I think has been picked up and being made into a show. Yeah. I'm terrified. I know that sounds so dramatic, but genuinely for what they are going to do to these books. Absolutely. And I think Magnolia Parks in particular, we've spoken about it before. The casting has to be, they have to be so careful with it because you could either make or break these characters based Mm. on the casting. And that's nothing against the the actors and actresses, not at all. And it's potentially as difficult as a reader because in your mind, you create the character and there's a fear, there's a a genuine fear there of, is this actor or actress going to live up to my expectations? Yeah. And I think, I know that you was quite happy with the casting for Fifty Shades. I was yeah. perfectly happy with it as well. But I remember actually sitting down with my mum and this morning was on and um, they had the author on. And one of the things that they touched on was that the fans were disappointed with who was casted as Christian. And I just think, I, I can now see where those people are coming from. At the time, I had watched the films before I had read the books 
So going into the books, I kind of just then had the cast to imagine as I was reading. But now as a reader, looking back, I can see how that could happen to someone if they had read the books and then the films came out. I can see why they were disappointed. And at the time I was like, oh, I just don't get it. But now I'm like, oh, I, I completely understand. Because if someone is casted as Zayden and he does not match, there are going to be issues. Absolutely. And I think, yeah, you're right. I did the same with Fifty Shades. I watched it first. And for me, Jamie and Dakota, outstanding. You know, I, I could yeah. pick better Christian and Anna. And I think they did they did such a phenomenal job with the movies. Because let's face it, they can't have been easy movies to film. <laughs> no. You know, I mean, really, you know, there is sex in it. You know, it's incre- incredible vulnerability they both had to show. And I think no matter how good an actor or actress you are, standing there completely naked, you know, you can be the most pristine body in the world, which let's face it, they both are. But, you know, there, there's a vulnerability there, which no amount of confidence, I think, will take that away. But you're right. If you'd read the books first, I could absolutely see how some people could be disappointed because if that's not who you have in your head, mm-hmm. then... And I think as well, when a TV show or a movie is being cast, there's a lot of names get thrown out into the ether. And I think if you latch onto one and get it in your head, that's going to be the person. And then it's not... I think again, you you know, disappointment could be created from that. Yeah. See, I am. Um, I've seen a few fan castings, and I'm like, no, mm-hmm. no, I'm ter- like, please, no. <laughs> and people are so excited about them. And I'm like, I would freak out. That's yes, not it's- Zayden. That's not Rysand. That is certainly not Julian. <laughs> like- okay, <laughs> but this is the thing. I I do question. Are we ever going to be happy? Because have our minds created this almost more than human character? Is somebody going to be able to step into those shoes and make it what we need them to? I mean, is that possible? No, but then it goes back to the point of this episode. (laughs) Books have ruined TV for us. Like nothing they ever put on the screen now will be good enough. I've almost disappointed myself. No, because I think... Had I not read Magnolia Parks and Daisy Hates, I would have absolutely loved a TV show like this. But I'm not going to be able to enjoy it with everyone, I don't think. Yeah, I, I think that's the that's the thing, really, isn't it? It almost as a reader, and I think if you're if you're naturally a creative and imaginative person, your mind's almost too good because you build up so much in your head, and you because it's in your head, you're in it. You know, that that is your mind, it's your interpretation. And I think, yeah, anybody trying to step into that, there's always going to be, I think, an air of, "Mm, I'd have liked this, I'd have preferred that. Now, for example, my husband, he is a very visual person that he... He will read now and again, but he, you know, he much prefers sitting down in front of a movie, TV show, documentary. Naturally, he's not an overly creative person imagination wise. He likes some, you know, if I tell him something about a book, he will go, okay, that's fine. And he he gets what I'm saying, but in his mind, he won't create it. He likes somebody to do that and put it in front of him. Great. We need people like that in the world. But for me personally, I love creating these worlds. I Mm. love going into a book and imagining what the people look like, sound like. There there is, there's a genuine fear surrounding these TV shows, movies, and I'm so excited to see what they do with them because the books are so incredible that they have an amazing platform to make it 
outstanding but will they yeah I have the same problem with Adam actually I remember when I first read Wolf Wing and I tried to explain it to him and he was like sounds like crap and I was like oh but it's because he can't see what I'm trying to say he's like great there's this girl flying around on a dragon perfect I'm like no but you're not getting it (laughs) like you're not getting the world so yeah I have the same problem but you know what someone mentioned it the other day actually I think they put I think it was an Instagram story it could have been a TikTok and but they basically said that of all of the fan castings they see they love the AI drawings of the characters and it's true like I absolutely loved the AI versions of the fourth wing cast they were spot on now if we could do a film purely just with I know that AI is quite controversial and whatever but I think that that's the only way that they would get a TV show or a casting absolutely spot on is if they fed the details into like a computer and the computer just spat out the images yeah so almost make it animated Yes, but like more human. Yeah, I I know what you mean, and I think it's fourth wing in particular is a a real questionable one because they're going to have to AI some of it because you know dragons aren't real, so you know they're they're going to have to AI some of it, and I think I'm so intrigued to see what they do with it. Mm. Even with the dragons, though, in fourth wing, the voice has to be perfect because I can hear ten. I know what he sounds like. Absolutely. And if it's the wrong actor, it's not going to be 10. This is what I'm saying. I mean, it, yeah, it's it's going to be really, really interesting to see what they do because you're right. In your head, you create voices. And when you have Sounds something... psychotic. Well, yeah, yeah, no. Because actually, I was going to say as well, you almost, these characters in your head, they almost become tactile. Like you feel like they're real. Mm. Like you could reach out and touch them in your mind because you've created it so vividly. And yet the sound comes down to it because it's interesting because when I read dual POV, I, when it comes to like the girl and then the guy, the voice changes in my head as they're speaking because you do, you create these characters in their entirety so you have their face their voice and I think yeah with fourth wing and the dragons I I can hear Andarna just out in her sweet little voice and I think if you don't get this right it, it's going to ruin it for me yeah <laughs> honestly the thought of it is giving me anxiety a little bit actually because no one will get it it will be like this big hit and everyone will be t- I can see it now everyone will be talking about how amazing it is and we're just going to be sitting there like no <laughs> no I, you missed I, parts yeah and I don't think we're going to be the only ones I think there I think there will be a lot of diehard fourth wing fans who to be honest slate the movie because it's not gonna it, it's never gonna live up to people's expectations because in your head and I think something specifically as complex as fourth wing because let's face it it's it's a complex book we're talking you know it's about 550 pages and they are packed full of there's you know there's a lot of there's not a lot of world building but there's a lot of place building Mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of different places that they go that are in our mind between our mind and fan art we have quite specific criteria of what they look like and yeah and, and the characters there's a lot of characters in fourth wing again very complex you've got the the dragons and i think to do it justice it, it's going to be a lot of work yeah so yeah i think in conclusion i think books have well and truly ruined tv for us 
Yeah, I mean, it's not to say I don't still enjoy TV. I mean, I do. I'm finding, though, I'm almost enjoying reality TV more or, you know, Saturday night shows like game shows and, you know, these sorts of things. And I think it's because they're not make-believe. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I I think reading has just completely changed the landscape of how I view things, to be honest. But yeah, they're really interesting chat. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. So that's us done for this week. Do not forget to come and join us over on Instagram and TikTok at Books and Mockers Pod. And yeah, I hope you have a great week and we will see you next week. Yeah. And oh, also, if you guys have been listening and you're not following the podcast, please hit the follow button because it does mean a lot to us. So yeah, speak to you next week. Bye. Bye.